Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app, and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content. Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N a-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. What are the top three lessons? I know it's 40 lessons y'all have learned. I've seen the pictures. They look amazing. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Um, what are like some of the top three lessons you've learned since you guys have been out there in uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai business-wise? And what ideas are coming to you that you can tell um, us about 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as far as lessons, obviously say this all the time, but just, you know, power of networking and solid relationships. Um, you know, obviously this is Steve Harvey's golf tournament. The people came out here. So shout out to BD and uh, Jess and Brandon and the whole team. And of course, Steve Harvey. Um, but, you know, then when you get out here, then a bunch of other people that we may have met in passing or we have relationships with or we just didn't know at all. So, you know, Charlemagne, shout out to him. Yeah, got a chance to kick it with him. Of course, Terrence J, that's our guy. Um, you know, he was out here. Anthony Anderson, somebody that, you know, we 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 knew, but we this is the first time we actually got a chance to really build with him. So, um, you know, we got a chance to really, you know, connect with him. And, you know, just just talking and asking questions, seeing what people had going on, different things that nature. Canelo, shout out to Canelo. Super, super cool, humble dude. Um, it was crazy. Like, I posted a picture and people didn't even think it was real. Those AI generators. AI. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> Thought it was AI generated. So, um, you know, just understanding the room, right? By understanding the room, being able to, you know, add value to a conversation and, um, knowing how to, you know, really uh, navigate um, in, in that environment or in any environment yeah. is, is key to your success in business and life, really, honestly. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, that's always one of the, the main takeaways is it's just to be in that environment, be in that room. But then once you get in the room, be able to, you know, have conversations, not be annoying and add value and, you know, just it's kind of a, a art and a skill, but um, definitely a, lo a lot of great people that we ran into. You know, Meek Mill, shout out to him, ran into him, had yeah, a conversation so with him. Um, so you know, everybody's out here right now for a Formula One race, and then like I said, Steve Harvey had his golf tournament and some stuff, a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, Ye is out here, we ain't running the Ye yet, but Ye is out here, Burke out there, um, yeah, yeah every, every, everybody's out here, and then of course, you know on the business side a bunch of people that you know most people have never heard of um billionaires and stuff like that out here from the area and from different parts of the world that um in dubai so you know in abu dhabi it's a very eclectic group of people it's a very international vibe um the uae is something that you know a lot of energy is around right now and that's done intentionally so it's um it's dope, man. You know, it's it's, it's a great experience to be out, outside of America. Um, you know, you don't want to kind of just limit yourself domestically. You always gotta travel and see what's going on internationally to, you know, keep perspective on the world and then also to get new ideas as well. So yeah, it's been it's been a, a dope experience to come out here for sure. Yeah, I will add to that. Um I think one of the biggest lessons that I'm witnessing is uh how business moves in silence. Mm. Um, a, a lot of deals are happening right in front of us or being talked about right in front of us, but you would never even know. Um, and I just feel like the, even like the culture out here, like the, you know, the people, the royals and, and the dignitaries, they, they carry themselves like everyday people. Um, and deals happen because, you know, they just are very personable. Um, so knowing that, um, and even it, this is a quote uh, from my brother, Derek Falcon. He said, like, people major and minor things, right? Like, I started thinking about the trivial things we talk about when we home a lot of times, or even as a community, the things that we talk about, like none of that is even a whisper. Obviously it's something that's happening yeah. in the state, but the trivial things are not happening. Um, every time we talk to somebody, it's about family or it's about business or it's about innovation or it's about expansion. 
And that's yeah. the theme of pretty much every conversation. Um, so navigating those rooms, like Charlie was saying, like that that's on the forefront of conversation. Um, and the other thing is being able to adapt to any environment. Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, we talk about all the time, um, but it really comes to the forefront when we're in these settings, right? Like we're the type, we're the guys that can go on button and also go to Bloomberg and having that duality makes us almost unicorns in a sense, right? Because we can fit in any environment, any, any room. Um, and so, like you said, when we're sitting with Charlemagne or we're sitting with dignitaries, it's, it's the same guys. We get to show up who as as we are. Um, but it's, so, so it furthermore cements that, you know what, being authentic, uh, being relatable and being 100% yourself at all times, it's the best way to go about things, man. Uh, and we get to see it come to fruition every time we get put in uh, situations like this, man. So, again, shout out to, to SH and the entire team for having us. Uh, mm-hmm. And everybody that we got to sit down with, we really got to bond with some people. Like you said, Anthony, yes, we had a, a great conversation about finance, right? Like he's a comedian, but he's like, look, I, I need to lean in on your guys. Like You guys yeah. know things I don't. We're talking about building homes and we're talking about tax codes. So it was dope, man. So shout out to everybody that was out here with us and, and took time to speak to us. Do you think um, the networking is a more valuable asset than stocks? And, and if so, can you tell us why? Um, I, far, regards, I would say yes. Like the ability yeah, I mean, to properly network. Yeah, I mean, life is about relationships. So, you know, you got to be able to cultivate relationships. Everybody cultivates relationships different different ways. But, um, you know, I don't think that you you'll go far in life if you're not able to, you know, establish relationships. So, I mean, it's really the most important thing in life. Honestly, is who you know, yeah. and after that is what you know. Um, and if you have a combination of good information of what you know and a good network of who you know, then that's the ultimate, you know, key to success. So, yeah, I mean, definitely networking, like I said, not just from a network and just get places, ask people their names. Like, you know, it's like you got to, you know, deserve to be there. You got to work hard to be there. You got to, you know, have conversations, stay in touch, see how you can add value, stuff like that. So it's a, it's a, a lot that goes into it. But um, I mean, building relationships is yeah, that's the that's the biggest part of life. If you really think about it, everything whether you're married, that's a relationship that you had to cultivate and build. Yeah. Um, and you know, work towards. If you're in business, those are relationships that you had to cultivate and build and work towards. If everything that you really have, um, is built off of a relationship or a referral, so um, from another relationship. So yeah, I think and, you know. That is definitely the key to life. And I think, you know, also the culture, you can definitely learn a lot from the culture as far as like yesterday we was at the race. What I've noticed is that, you know, at the race, everybody comes to the race from people from all over. But I think the Emiratis, what my theory behind this, because they all had Kedoras on, I think that they wore, they dress very similar to each other all the time. But especially in an event like that, where they know that every single body is going to be there, they want to kind of all look uniform. Mm. So I think that a that was impressive because they they showed strength and unity to know like okay these are Emiratis right here just based off of how they dress and everybody's dressed the same but also it's um it's modesty so it's just like we talk about you know in these in this part of the world women is big on on modesty like how you dress right like you don't show your yeah. hair it's big modesty but men also. It, that's modest behavior, how they dress. And there's actually, that's actually a lot of wisdom in that because it's like, now I'm not trying to, you know, show off on you. 
I don't have to worry about how much money I'm spending for my outfit. I don't have to, you know, try to flex 10 times harder than nobody. Everybody looks the same. Everybody's going to be judged the same, right? Like if if I don't know, you could be a billionaire or you can be have $10 to your name. We we both got the same outfit on. And um, now the only thing that you can judge is somebody by their character. The only thing you can judge is somebody by their conversation. But also it just, it leads to less um, individualism. Cause it's like, all right, now if we're all uniform and we all look the same and um, it's extremely modest, right? Just white cloth, a long white cloth um, garment. You might have, you might have, you might have a nice watch on, but other than that, it's like, we all look the same. Um, We take the individualism out of it. And now it's more of a collective and we could just bypass a lot of the materialism aspects of just from, a dress code violation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you see somebody and th- you don't like what they have on or they think that you biting what they have on and think about how much conflict has caused in our culture, just from dressing, people get killed for their clothes. Yes. Um, honestly, in our culture, from sneakers to leather jackets, to a variety of different things that happened for a long time. Um, so, yeah, you know, you, you pick up different things in different parts of the world, but definitely something that I, I noticed and, um, you know, that is is something that I think is is an interesting part of the perspective, and maybe a reason why they they've become so successful successful in their culture is that they are just more focused on just you know not really showing their wealth, just actually getting to it, and you know just being more quiet about it, not actually flashing it and showing it, because you you attract a lot of attention when you do it like that too. So you know you learn different things from different people, and you know take different things from different people, um, and you know see how you can add it to to your life to actually, you know, and enrich it. Um, is there anything that's glaringly clear that UAE does better than us in, in terms of business in America? Because I'm always trying to look internationally to see what other companies or coaches are doing better than us because I think we're falling behind. Is there anything that sticks out other than the things that you said? Uh, I think the hospitality um, mm-hmm. is the, the, it's the most glaring thing. Um, and we come from New York where it's like when you see tourists, it's like you almost feel like, why well, y'all here? Y'all in the way. Whereas it's almost like, welcome you here. Uh, we want you here. When can you come back? How can we help you come back? How can we help you while you're here? It's just a different feeling. Um, and we've experienced this a few times now. And I, I mean, we've been throughout Abu Dhabi. We were in Dubai a, a couple of days. Um, and it's it's, it's the, the, the theme throughout. Um, and that goes from men and women. Um, it goes from workers to you know, drivers to everyday people inside of a mall. There's a different level of hospitality because they they actually want you to be a part of this this experience and they want you to yeah. see the beauty. And like I said, the, the innovation is incredible. And so when you see that, I mean, everything feels modern for a reason, right? They want to make this the place that has everything. And they've, they've done a really good job of doing that anywhere. I mean, when you look at the architecture, um, when you look at some of, some of the things they've, they've been able to do, I mean, everything is the largest, whether it's the roller coaster or it's, it's the Burj Khalifa or it's the mall. Everything is the largest. Everything is grand scale because they want you to make this is a place you want to come back to. This is a place you should be. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, the most glaring one to me was the hospitality. It's just it's just done at a different level. I mean, I think also from a political standpoint, we you know, we've talked about politics a lot lately. And, uh, you know, the system is different as far as, um, you know, there is no voting. There is no choosing a leader. Um, it's one leader and decisions are made for the people. 
And um, you can never become a citizen if you're not an Emirati, even though the country is made up of 90% immigrants. So I think that there, there's benefits in that from a variety of different standpoints. You know, you know, we in America and the Western world have been always taught that democracy was the only civilized way to go about things. But um, I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think it depends on every different, you know, because it's like, you know, even in our democracy, if you want to call it that, um, you know, A, it's getting paid for by corporations. We just talked about that last week. And B, you know, there's so many checks and balances when nothing happens. So uh, something has to get through Congress, then it has to go through the Senate, then it has to go through the president, then it can get stopped in the judicial system, then it has to go to the Supreme Court, then you have state legislators, then you have state governors, then you have, you know, so it's uh, so many different things that happen. So it, it makes it extremely difficult. If somebody just, somebody really has a great idea, they, 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 they can't do anything. So it's like, yeah, all inclusive power is extremely dangerous if you have a bad leader, but all inclusive power can be beneficial if you have a good leader and if you have somebody that's actually you know cares about the people and um wants to push things through they don't have to actually you know check and try to play political games and get money from lobbyists and you know talk to the republicans then talk to the democrats then appoint a supreme court judge and go through all of this stuff and it takes years you know four years and, and you can't get anything done right um so I think that that's one of the reasons why they've been able to move so quickly is that they don't have to, they don't have to bypass, they bypass the political process. That's, that's beneficial for them. And also, like I said, they don't, they don't give citizenship. So the country is built from people that's coming and working and providing services. Um, and that's helping the economy, but they're not imposing their culture on the country. Mm. Right? You can come to the country you're welcome to add value to it, but you can't, you're, you can't impose your culture on the country. Yeah. There's some benefits in that as well. Right. Where it's like in America, it's, it's the exact opposite. Everybody has imposed their culture and there's, there's, there's upsides to that, but then it, it, that becomes difficult as well because you, you, you don't, you can't have your own culture. So it's hard to establish your own culture when everybody is imposing their culture. Right. So it's yeah. like, you know, they're pretty much unapologetic about their culture how they dress, their way of life. Um, and this is something that, you know, they hold dear to them. So they don't they don't want outsiders just completely changing the fabric of their country, but they do, you know, accept outsiders. So those are two two interesting things that I think um are interesting and go and go completely against how we were raised in America, right? We were always taught that everybody should be included in everything. And that, you know, governance should always be spread out. Well, you got to be open minded and you got to, you know, yeah. look at other things in the world that's working. And America's having trouble and, you know, it's working over here. It's working. You know, everybody's no no country is perfect. Everybody has different issues. But um, I mean, you can't really go against something that's working. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.